Does your student have a Bunsen burner or a robot in his or her room? We're dishing up the deets on the magnet program at Wheeler in this episode of the Inside Scoop. Hey, and welcome back to the Inside Scoop. I'm David Owen. We appreciate the kind words and feedback that you've given us on the podcast, and we can see that you've been sharing these episodes with your friends. We strive to provide you, the parent or student, with helpful information here, so be sure you let others in on what we have to offer. You might find that they really appreciate it. And like, share, and subscribe, whether you're watching on the YouTube channel or just listening in on your favorite podcasting platform, it really helps. Last week, we heard from Dr. Andrew Kutcher on the big picture of Magnet and Cobb, and we thought you'd like to get some of the details on each individual program as well. To fill us in on the Magnet program at Wheeler High School is the program coordinator, Christopher Walstead. Christopher, welcome to the podcast. All right. Glad to be here. Now, you were here some years ago, and uh, so you're not not new to the program at all, uh, the the Magnet program at Wheeler. Um, but things probably have changed a good bit, so it's, it's time for us to uh, get updated on, on where things stand. Yeah. Uh, specifically, the, the Wheeler program is called the Center for Academic Studies in Science, Math, and Technology. And I should clarify also that it's not really a, a Wheeler program. It's a Cobb County program at Wheeler, right? That's correct. We pull from students from all over Cobb County. Uh, and so it, it's, it's a distinction we like to make with our mag, all magnet programs. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about what the magnet program at Wheeler <laughs> is all about? Tell us a little bit about what you Sure. Cover. So we're one of two STEM programs. Uh, so our focus at Wheeler, the students that tend to come to us, are uh, students that are generally interested in high-level math. There are students interested in that. Sure. Uh, physics and engineering. Um, we have an amazing robotics program there. Uh, our healthcare sciences and biotechnology, because of our facilities and our faculty that we have there teaching it, are really some of the programs that we're really proud of at Wheeler. You know, uh, the description mm-hmm. of uh, the, these program topics, I guess, or what, what do you call them? Co- uh, tracks or coursework or yeah we, we call them tracks mm-hmm. okay tracks. Pathways. all right mm-hmm. the, the description actually sounds more like a college track description um now I, I think you mentioned stem as are you classified as a stem program so we are really we we call ourselves a steam program uh because we like to integrate not just that science technology engineering and math but the arts and all we do okay. there is a creativity that's inherent in being successful in these STEM fields. And we wanna make sure that we're tapping into that in these students that sometimes don't feel so creative or don't realize the creativity that's required to really excel at those um, science-heavy, technology-heavy courses they're taking. So it's, uh, sorry, I don't mean to get lost in the weeds right. here, but uh, you're, you're kind of like uh, accessing both sides of the brain, right? We'd like to hope so, for sure. Uh, and for us, it's important that um, students have that outlet, not only for their creativity, but for them to use a different part of their brain throughout the school day. I mean, it's something we're really focused in. At Wheeler, we are, 
we have a lot of experience with some of the highest achieving students in the county and sure. really in the country. Uh, and so, you know, we have, we've seen what it takes for these students and these high achievers to be successful. And now you mentioned uh, some of the the best students in the country. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, Cobb County is, is known for being rigorous to begin with. Oh, yes. So is there, how, how prevalent are magnet programs in across the nation it's hard to say because as you go from state to state it's they call it something a little different okay yeah yeah. um so we're we're part of a big organization um for a a consortium of secondary science schools it's called okay um and so we meet once a year and and it's remarkable so every state has their own version of these stem programs um and the types of students they attract the issues all of us have and the successes we have are so similar. It's just wonderful to have that uh, camaraderie and, and to hear that from around the country, students from all walks of life. So uh, I would imagine you guys get together virtually, maybe by a Zoom call, or do you have a we robot do. bring you some right. sort of yeah, That would be great, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So we there's a, there's a couple conferences we attend each year. Okay. Uh, and so through that, you're able to make connections and and. Um, be in contact virtually with other schools share ideas and yeah that sort of it's, thing. it's really one it's re- very refreshing it's some of my be- my some of the best conferences i've been to is through that organization okay just a minute ago you you mentioned how you are all trying to make sure that your students have an art component to mm-hmm. what they do in a on a daily basis um and, and i could totally see if you're a computer programmer you got to be creative at how you make something happen sure um how does that play out in terms of the average school experience for a student? I didn't want to say an average student because your your students are not average students. Fair. <laughs> but uh, do they get to do things like uh, participate in band or play football or any of those things, extra, extracurricular things? Yeah, and this model that Cobb has put in place far before I became coordinator here um, is really interesting. So we call it a school within a school uh-huh. uh, model. So we are a program. So at Wheeler, for example, we're 515 students within a large 2,500 student high school. So the that experiences at Wheeler High School are open to all magnet students. And just by the nature of our magnet students, they take advantage of everything. I mean, in fact, now our varsity quarterback is a magnet student. Really? Uh, yeah. Our, uh, we have students in every sport on campus, uh, every club. Wow. Uh, our program, we have remarkably few requirements to go through and earn what we call our magnet seal at Wheeler Magnet because while the rigor is there in our classes, we want to open the flexibility for our students to be able to pursue what their interests are. Okay. Uh, and that includes if they want to take band, chorus, orchestra all four years, the fine arts, that can happen. I have a senior this year, he's a performer, and he, you know, somehow he, he got me to say yes because we had it work out in his requirements. He has two chorus classes and he has two musical theater classes so wow half of his schedule is you know the performing arts um, and we made it work he's going to graduate with the magnet seal and you know, just an example of um, how that specialized attention really helps chart the students pathways yeah, yeah. and and what you're doing it sounds like is uh, you're kind of grabbing hold of the student's natural passion for whatever 
right? That's exactly right. So how do they orchestrate their, uh, and no pun intended, by the <laughs> way, how do they orchestrate their, their time or manage their time for something like that? Because Magnet with just a, uh, uh, you know, all of, just Magnet, yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave it at yes. that, is sufficiently rigorous to overwhelm a lot of students. Um, how do they manage that? Right. So that's that's our support piece that we're really proud of as well. So um, the, the teachers that are teaching our advanced classes and the staff that I have around me are at magnet administrative staff as long as mm-hmm. as well as our Wheeler staff. Um, we are dedicated to the mental health and well-being of these students, as all teachers are. We just have this specialty in students that come to us that have these interests. Uh, like I said earlier, typically tend to be high achieving, really motivated, excited students. Mm-hmm. And so we're providing that support structure so that they can manage their time appropriately. I have a weird job in that. Uh, <laughs> typically in education, half of your job is motivating, motivating, motivating. Yeah. I feel like mine's a little bit of the opposite. I'm really? trying to, I'm trying to have them pump the brakes a little bit. You know, I don't want to squash creativity and, right. and drive. But the type of students that come to these programs are just excited, you know, about whatever it is. And so, and I love it, and I don't want to squash that. Yeah. But we can't do everything. So yeah. let's let's focus in on on our passions or what we think our passions will be. And, and let's, so it's let's, like you're basically you're by pumping the brakes mm-hmm. or or holding them back a little bit. You're not really holding them back. You're you're just getting them to see what's realistic from, from your experience, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, I like to think of us like, you know, guardrails on a road. You yeah. Know, the, the cars can go where they like on that road, but we're not going to let them fly off. <laughs> right. You Don't know? go so too fast. That's go, right. Yeah. Go over the edge. So that's it. So, you know, I, that's kind of how I see my role uh, as coordinator. So I, what what are some of the, the uh, graduate experiences that you've seen since you've been there? You've been there for how many years? So I've been, this is my sixth year as coordinator, and I've been there as a teacher through the Magnet program now for 14 years. So wow, I've quite okay. a bit of experience yeah. there. Um, you know, our students go on to to just amazing things. You know, typically, uh, and we get students that are accepted into any university you can imagine. So, um, you know, obviously being here in Georgia and being right down the street, a lot of our students, STEM students. Their goal is to get into Georgia Tech. Yeah, you know our success rate there is high, and for me, there's a couple of things. You know, I always like to say, you know, we're I'm not a GPA factory. You know, Wheeler is not. That's not the purpose. We want to create a four-year experience that's rewarding in and of itself. Now, with that being said, of course, it, I know students have goals, sure. families have goals, and we want to help them reach that. Um, what's most rewarding to me is when students come back and say, oh, I just finished my second year at Georgia Tech, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be, you know, because <laughs> the preparation wow. you know, from our teaching, our faculty was, you know, put them on on target to be successful there at the next yeah. level. Um, and, and that to me is, is you know, the kind of things I like to hear, as opposed to, you know, it's impressive when I see what schools they get into. Sure. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy for them and proud of them. Uh, but when I hear stories like that, um, and just their community service and their commitment to, to serve and, uh, you know, all of that is really important, you know, and making them just well-rounded 
well adjusted you know yeah i, I mean, was really, about to ask you that yeah. i mean it seems to me that a, a lot of magnet students very easily could just throw the work at them call it rigorous and and you're done but it sounds to me like your your program is uh, focused on the student as opposed to the stats right that's it um because to be perfectly honest our stats are pretty impressive you know sure. and i can yeah. i can roll those out you know every presentation i make but but that's not the atmosphere I like to create, and uh, me nor the the faculty and and other administrative staff there. You know we're on the same page as far as that goes. Okay. Yeah. Now a minute ago you you had uh, kind of touched on the characteristics of what the ideal candidate mm-hmm. for your program would be. Uh, can you touch on those very briefly and then tell us what a uh, a listening parent or student for that matter. Uh, might need to do is the next step if they're convinced by your presentation right, today. Sure, yeah. Um, so, our students, you know, an ideal student is hard to say. Um, I can tell you what we look at, you know, as students come in. Mm-hmm. Um, what's tricky is math for us, number one. You know, we have a rigorous math program, and for a lot of students, it's just not their strength. So, hmm. we accept students at all levels of math. There is no minimum math needed, and we get them all to calculus by 11th grade. But some are just, it's its just not for them. So, we, we like to look at those math grades and, and math uh, standardized test scores and make mm-hmm. sure that they're going to be comfortable there. You know, we don't, I'm not a gatekeeper to some kind of, you know, secret to success. I just want to make sure the students are going to be set up to be successful there. I think the most important thing is excitement and passion about being in a STEM program. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's got to come intrinsically. You know, we have a lot of students that kind of get pushed into it, which is understandable. And they're only 13 years old. And, you know, the parents <laughs> right. have a large say, and I, and I understand that. And, and they don't necessarily know what they want. Absolutely. And that's totally natural. And that's, that's fine. Um, but it's funny when we meet some students at open houses and at events, um, we can almost see right away just in a brief conversation, like, well, that's a magnet student. You know, they're just so excited and so, you know, passionate about something. It's um, it's really remarkable. Um, so the second part of that, you know, in order to become part of our magnet program, there is that application process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and throughout the county, we have quite a few applicants. And so... We have five what we call our academic magnets in the county, and we all share one application portal. So uh, parents and students need to get on there and start an application that opens October 1st, and we have a very hard deadline of December 1st. We do not accept late applications. Okay. Uh, Students can apply for more than one program through that portal and be accepted to multiple programs through that portal as well but that's not an obligation according to what andrew was telling us <laughs> that's uh, exactly you, right. you can pick and choose from the ones that you've been accepted to yeah like i tell the kids you know we're we're not holding you hostage here you know <laughs> we're just trying to provide an opportunity if this is for you and and it's not for everybody and it doesn't hurt my feelings that it's not for everybody you know we we're just you know we're in the business of providing good quality education for those that it's suited for um, and that are interested in that. And, and that's what we strive to do every day. So one thing I just realized mm-hmm. is that uh, a lot of the parents and students that are looking at your program might also be looking at Kennesaw Mountain's mm-hmm. program. So what distinctions can you draw between the two 
uh, of course, without necessarily throwing shade on <laughs> Kennesaw Mountain. No, I love that. Uh, yeah. They're both great programs, yeah. <laughs> but obviously they got to make a decision. And transportation can get them either school yep. by bus. So really it comes down to uh, what you offer. So can you elaborate on that distinction? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the most common questions I get, Is certainly. Really? Yeah, because we have two STEM programs in the county. So, you know, how do we choose between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's two things that are important. Looking at the programs they offer. So if the student does have a passion, uh, so for example at Wheeler, um, we have uh, pathways that other schools just don't have just because of our facilities and, and staff that we have there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have these advanced chemistry pathways all the way up through organic chemistry too. Uh, advanced physics, we, we partner with a Lockheed Martin uh, engineer that comes over and helps teach a class, uh, volunteer, you know, yeah, adjunct really teacher cool. yeah. uh, in an aerospace engineering class in high school, which is kind of an unusual <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a fantastic robotics uh, group. And so we not only have that as a class you can take for a credit, we have uh, a wonderful robotics club. And in fact, two years ago, they just converted our old auditorium uh, into their robotics workshop. So we're talking about a space and it's funny, when I ta- started giving presentations this time around, I texted the engineering teacher. I'm like, can you give me a rough estimate on the square footage of that uh, old auditorium? And he got back to me and said, 2,794 square feet <laughs> is my best guess. I'm like, well, this is the most engineering answer <laughs> right. you know, I could have received. I would say about 3,000 square feet. But you know, we're talking an old auditorium. And, and it's an engineer. That's, that, right. that's, yes, that's exactly right. Um, but you know, and, and it's one of our most well-attended clubs in the school, um, and they, they have fabulous success at competitions and, and something we're really proud of. Yeah, I, I think we've, we've uh, maybe even seen, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but seen a, a club or two come through with uh, awards being presented, or at least congratulations by the school board Absolutely, here. yeah, they made it to the world championships last year, and, and yeah. it was a really impressive showing, and that's two years in a row that they've made it qualifying yeah. there, so we're always we're really proud of it. For, for the parents or students who want to apply, uh, you've got a website, but that'll be a link that we drop in the show notes. Great. Right? So, uh, folks, if you are interested in seeing that link and, and maybe applying, uh, just go to the cobk12.org homepage for the school district, and you'll see a little icon, a podcast icon, up by the search field. Just click on that. You'll see this podcast and just click on show notes and it'll take you to all, all the information that you would ever want to, uh, to know about and be able to have at your fingertips. Christopher, thank you so much for coming in. I know it's a very busy time of year, but uh, I think the folks who are listening or watching are, are uh, getting a lot out of what you've had to say. Yeah, thank you. Enjoy. So uh, we'll continue learning more about the magnet programs over the next few weeks, releasing a, a new audio podcast midday each Wednesday followed by the video version on YouTube shortly thereafter. Uh, that would be at The Real Cobb Schools on YouTube. And uh, make sure that you subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss out when the next episode is released. Thanks again for listening to this edition of The Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.